0: you're listening to Talk Amongst Friends with your hosts, Kayleen and Carrie. We'll be talking about subjects that actually affect the common people. Yes, we are the common people. We are not stars. We are not getting paid for this. We're doing this for fun. So come join us. You're listening to Talk Amongst Friends. Today, we're going to talk about deceit, lies, and betrayal. Tonight, I have with me, of course, my co-host, Carrie we have Amber and we have Kim joining us once again. How's everybody doing?
1: Hey, hey. Hi. Hey, hey. Hello. we survived another day in 2020, so I guess everyday a book grounds a good one.
0: Oh, oh, the here we go with Digital We're almost again. Through that yes, too.
1: Indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. They say books come so- out on Friday the 13th.
0: Here we are. So um, I guess I want to start out by saying I'm sure that there's times when we've all been deceitful. We've all lied because we're human and I we have definitely betrayed someone, right? Um, whether it was intentional or whether it was accidental. So this is what we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, I know for a fact for myself, I have definitely done all three of these things for sure because nobody's perfect um and I've also had this done to me as well so I guess uh where I can take it is is I used to be married yes to a man <laughs> shock, shock. Right, we knew
1: that was dumb shit to <laughs> I
0: wasn't gonna say
1: anything oh.
0: But it... <laughs> oh I knew it was coming I knew that it was just covered all three I knew it was coming <laughs> This supposed to be a serious topic. It's never going to happen with us. No, nope. but, but, uh, <laughs> actually the funny thing is, is we were together like in high school and, um, so I was what 18, 17, 17. When I started dating my ex-husband and, and, uh, yeah, I definitely cheated on him for sure. For sure. Um, My friend Bobby can attest to this, but we won't talk about that one time that that happened maybe a couple times (laughs) anyway. um. So, but when we decided to get married, I was completely faithful. Hadn't been with anybody for like three and a half years. And he was in the Navy and I was at college and I was playing volleyball at the time. And it was the beginning of my senior year. So we got married when I was 21 and he was like, 20, maybe, maybe 19. Cause he was like a year and a half younger than I was, but he graduated the year after I did. And, um, it was like this quick ass fucking wedding. Like it was planned in two weeks. I swear to God, it was Whoa. planned in two weeks. It was nuts. It was crazy. I even had my dress made in two weeks. It was, it was crazy. One of my friend's mothers sewed it for me Damn, and it was wow. totally outstanding. Beautiful. Oh, so- but, um, the wedding was like, I can't even tell you it it was just put together so quickly. And, um, anyway, so I was, I was in my senior year. So we had, we'd been married like a year at this point, I believe. And it was my senior year in college. And he was about to go out on what they call a Westpac in the Navy where they go out to like Byran and all that stuff. And, and so I had, I had seen him and then he was supposed to come like a week later because it was his last weekend. And all of a sudden he calls me and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to be able to come. I have to work, which we all know is bullshit because they give them all the weekend off before they go. Okay. So that was my first indication of there's definitely something going on. Right. Something's up. And I felt like something was up, but I just let it go, you know, intuition. But when we're young, we don't, we don't pay attention to intuition. Right. Right. And so, and so he leaves, he calls me two weeks later and he's calling me from Hawaii. We have a great conversation. We have a good conversation because our ship just docked. We had a good conversation. It was awesome. You know, it was Mm -hmm. was good. Mm -hmm. So two weeks later, I get a letter in the mail and it's him telling me, hey, and this is so funny because a lot of people know who this person is. Okay. And when they hear the story, they're going to be like, oh shit. Yeah. I just put his ass on blast. I didn't say his name, but I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. Holy shit. Letter. This letter says, so I went to the ship doctor and at first I thought it was scabies. Well, it turns out I have herpes. Oh no. No. And maybe I got it from you at some point. But wait, before that he says, well, maybe somebody used my towel in my rack. (laughs) And then he says, then he says, but maybe I got it from you and, and somehow, and I'm like, In a panic at this point, reading this letter, like, I am just in shock. I'm, like, fucking in tears. I'm fucking hysterical. Like, you can't even imagine how hysterical I am. This motherfucker knew when he called me from Hawaii and didn't tell me over the fucking phone, you guys. He already knew. He he wrote it in a letter and said, and we're married, mind you. He wrote it in a goddamn letter. So I'm fucking freaking out and he, you know, and I'm really freaking out because he's subtly mm-hmm. trying to blame me for it, but exactly. he's not about it. Right. But he's not angry about it. But maybe it was just you. Me. Maybe, maybe it was, it was you or a time. I, immediately, I am telling you right there. I immediately fucking went straight to Planned Parenthood. Okay. I was, I went straight to Planned Parenthood, yeah. got my blood test done and everything. And it was negative. Okay. So usually when females have herpes, they know. I mean, oh, yeah. if you have ever researched this shit, number one, you ain't catching it from a towel. Cause I immediately researched <laughs> it too. Oh, and I'm God. like, I'm like this bastard, you know? And I knew I had already known that he, I knew something was going on when he didn't come. Now I know why. When he what? Okay. Oh, ah! yeah. <laughs> i <I'm sorry. laughs> I did did that a whole lot. Which he ended I'm up. Shit and I'm, like, I'm to this shit and I'm I have friends that are that. quick and smart asses. Anyway, <laughs> when he didn't come to visit me, I knew <laughs> okay. why. Because there was no problem in that department. He always came. No. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, see what <laughs> you guys bring out in me? Oh, my God. Order but wrap. I'm not going to change it because that's what we do. So, anyway. he's am going to be in trouble.
1: <laughs> anyway, so uh, you know our okay. Fake so let, good, me try you about, let me talk oh, about let me talk about Kayleen's
0: summer. What happened? What happened? I what did not write him back. I did not answer the phone. Lo and behold, his dumbass left me a checkbook. <gasps> so all my friends that entire oh. summer got free drinks. Yes, free food. Yes. We partied on his That's dime. Not- okay. Every was single month for three months. It was months, the herpes was free victory back. tour. It, was, <laughs> yes, it right. was the herpes free funds rolled on out. <laughs> yes. So, hell yeah. I was writing $300 checks, $400, because that was a lot of money back in the 90s. It's yeah, so,
1: yeah. a lot of money, money right so, now. Goddamn. Yeah. Right?
0: I, was so, say, I could get drunk off of that. So, give me that loot. I mean, and this was the whole summer. So you talk about betrayal, oh, okay? Yeah. Nothing like a woman's scorn, let me tell you. Man. I was pissed. So that's how I got him back. I ignored his letters. I ignored his calls and I spent his money and everybody had food drinks on my dime. Oh, I'm sorry. His dime. But anyway, so when he got back, (laughs) this is, this is how I started. So I started playing softball and then I started. So, so basically I betrayed him too, because I started seeing a woman. This is the first time I ever got involved with a woman. It happened that summer. I was vulnerable. Bam. This is how it all happened. Anyway, he got back and I had to make a decision because I was already seeing somebody. I was seeing a female at the time and I had to make a decision as to whether or not I was going to stay in this marriage or stay with her. And it came down to when he got home and I, I loved him. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I still loved him. Mm-hmm. And like, literally you guys, this happened. And I've, I haven't told anybody this, not, not very maybe, maybe one person, maybe two, maybe <laughs> so it got down to like, we were naked and almost going to do the deed. And I was like, no. Like, stop! Like, I stopped him. Me, like, no, 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 this ain't happening because you know what? You got herpes and I ain't getting this shit. What about my kids? Nope, not happening. Oh, so right wow. there, I yeah. knew. I said, I'm done. I'm done. I can't mm-hmm. do this. And I knew I couldn't do it. So so it, to me, that betrayal and mm-hmm. that deceit and the lies just caused me to be like, I'm done. I ended that relationship right there. It was over. Right then and there, it was done. And he got in his wow. car and he looked at me and he was upset and he wanted to stay married and he drove off and I didn't want to stay married and I was done. So and that was it. That happened. was. Yeah. That's how that wow. relationship ended. I just, I I just couldn't, I couldn't do it because exactly. I was not going to put my body in harm's way for anybody. I don't give a shit. So yeah, that's, that's how that happened. That's my Do
1: you ever my ask story. yourself. Wow. If the real betrayal was of the truth that you knew all along, I mean, the fact of the matter is, you may have loved him, and I don't say that you didn't. But I wonder if, like for me, I'll use myself, I'll own this, my own shit. I knew from the very moment I was conscious of attraction, that I was attracted to girls. Mm -hmm. I knew that. There was no question about that. I lied about it. I hid it. I played the role. Can't tell you how many boyfriends I had. And it was interesting because every boyfriend that I ever had, from the time I was in college up until I just finally got a a grip on reality and told the truth. Every boyfriend I ever had, the reason we broke up is because they cheated on me.
0: Mm. Wow. So you're talking about every single
1: boyfriend. You're talking about self. Self. But the reason they cheated and I wasn't mad, I really wasn't angry, is because I wasn't attracted to them. There was really no chance that that was ever going to happen because they just did not do it for me. I just, they didn't. They were sweet people. They were nice. They had great, some of them had really great character. Although, you know, some of them didn't, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother talk amongst friends. But <laughs> I mean, and truly there was this one individual, I have to say, I, I was not fair to him because he's my guy, nice guy, really nice guy. But I just knew there was no physical attraction and the emotional attraction that I felt was really more tied to, let me tell you about this woman that I think is just so fine and just so great. And, you know, and it was funny because all of my friends would find me to come out to. And I never will forget one of my deepest friends in the whole world, she was in the United States Marines. And we had known each other since high school, been through her whole name change, the whole nine yards, because she changed her name and everything. And I never will forget. We were at, we were in my dorm room. She was spending the night. We were hanging out. We were literally in the same bed in my dorm bed. Mm-hmm. And we're rolling hair. And she's like, "I don't want my hair rolling." And I was like, "Okay, cool. You never do." Do you do, do, do that? I'm doing my whole things. And she goes, "I have something to tell you." And I said, "What? Do you have a fight with your boyfriend?" And she goes, "No." And I said, "With your girlfriend?" And she looked at me like. The hell did you just say? And I said, did you have a fight with your girlfriend? And she looks at me and she goes, how the hell did you know? And I'm like, I don't know. It just sounded good. It just came out. And she goes, so how long have you known I was gay? And I was like, I don't know. And she looks at me and she goes, are you? And I was like, well, yeah, quite honestly, because I know. I find women attractive, not you, by chance, because you're too <laughs> <choked>. But <laughs> 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 You know, I still like them a little bit taller. You know, you, you we gonna have to work it out. You gotta play basketball. You know, play football. Do something. Can you play? Can you play softball? Can you give a sister a little something to hold on to? We gonna have to work it out. I can't work with that. But I like you. You know. But I mean, to your point, though, Kayleen, I wonder if. The betrayal was really of yourself because you cared for this person and you made those feelings something that they really weren't because you knew all along mm. that wasn't good, the attraction.
0: Good point, but not really. Not really. Okay. Because, well, well, no, no, let me tell you why. Let me tell nope, you why. That's fair. Because, because I'm bi. So okay. I'm attracted to both. But <laughs> yeah, I totally, <laughs> I mean, I think at the time my issue was, it was self-betrayal though. Now that you say this, absolutely. Because I, I had such a low self-esteem that I thought this was going to be the only man who's ever going to love me this way. The Mm -hmm. only person who's ever going to love me this way. And that's why I married him. Uh, Right. And and (laughs) that's the fact that I've known that for a long time. I knew that. I've known that forever. Um, I've I've talked to people about this. And yeah, I I decided, you know, then that I just I wasn't worthy of something more wow. than what he was and what he had to offer me at that time. So I struggled when I decided to leave him. I, I mean I struggled. It was hard. I mean, I had a great ass summer though. Shit. It was hard. <laughs> <laughs> and so did my friends. But, I, but you yeah, told but yourself. I just you know, you ended yeah.
2: up using yourself. Correct. See,
3: but so lucky in retrospect mm-hmm. that that happened when it happened and you were able to get out so young because <laughs> oh, I geez. did not. And instead, I stayed oh, married Amber. for 23 years. Oh, my gosh. The in same Amber. Man. Tell man, Like the same time of Mo, man. Tell me more. Do I? <laughs> yep. I It was high school. I started wow. dating him when I was 16 years old. Um, I didn't realize at the at the time, but exactly what Kayleen said. I didn't feel like I was worthy of anything else. The first man that really showed <laughs> a, affection or that showed that he thought I was attractive. Um, and I fell hook, line, and sinker and stayed and kept my anchor hooked up there for... Ever. and it took me a very very long time to get the cojones or the self-esteem or whatever it was to finally say I'm done I'm done and that was about 10 years ago and I can say I don't regret it at all and if we're going to have a, a podcast about betrayal lies and deceit Woo. Man, girl, <laughs> like Keep going, girl. <laughs> Keep, Keep going. going.
1: <laughs> who? Yeah. But part of it is the <laughs> tell ourselves, right? I mean, um,
3: well, see, and that's what amazes me is yeah. how much we put up with. I know Kayleen had posted something on social media a while back about somebody who knew his spouse was cheating, Ooh. and mm-hmm. how do you decide when to? You know, and that was a really tough thing for me because I definitely knew there were things where I strongly suspected. Yes. In other words, my women's intu- intuition told me it was absolutely true, but I had no absolute concrete proof. And then there were times where I had actual concrete proof and I still kept going. Um, mm. I mm. gave lots of reasons it's for the kids. You know, I still love him. We've been together so long. How would I make it on my own? You know, I could go on and on oh, yeah. with the millions of reasons that I did it. Um, and and basically, it comes down to exactly what Kayleen said. You have to find the self-esteem and the self-love to be able to say, I'm done yeah. and I don't care what else happens. How did, you get, happens. There. How did you get there, it. Amber?
2: Um, and when? like, I know you said 10 years, but was that a long process to be able to get to that point?
3: It truly was. And what it finally came down to is there are other issues besides the lies, deceit, and betrayal. Um, he was
2: oh,
3: an absolute narcissist in the absolute You're talking Trump narcissist? perfect sense of the word, <laughs> as well as if you ever, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you ever mm-hmm. look up pathological liar. And I'm not going to get off onto a political side, but he actually reminds me yes. very much <laughs> of our current sitting president. Um, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, very much reminds me of him. So he, um, and mm-hmm. it was the lies and the way he treated me. I didn't want my kids wow. to grow up thinking that that was the way they should treat. I didn't want my son to mm. think that's how he should treat his wife. I didn't want my daughter to think that's how she should be treated. And that was finally what gave me the mm. balls. <laughs> to finally leave and it was funny because when I sat down with the kids and said, Mm -hmm. Okay, this is what's going on. We're gonna leave. It's about
2: time. They know.
3: So they they knew
0: I have a question for you, Amber. Yeah.
1: Yeah, You know, I think think I think they always do. (laughs) I, I think deep down inside they always do. Kids have such a natural innocence to them. That they don't have all the filters we put on ourselves, all the lies that we weave together to say, oh, well, that's going to be painful and that's going to be, you know, you're ripping them from all that they know and you're twisting their their sense of security. And mm-hmm. that's a whole bunch of nonsense Yeah, absolutely. that we weave together. Kids are resilient. But kids don't have that. They're just straight from the shoulder. If you kick sand in my face, that pissed me off. That's why I'm going to kick sand back at you. Exactly. <laughs> and so when we're going, I noticed I'm divorced now. I, I did marry a woman. Um, That's a whole nother talk amongst friends because they have their own issues <laughs> with that identity. But nonetheless, I had woven together this complete story. Our babies are adopted. And so I was like, they've already been through this transition. They've already been through so much change. I can't do this to them. You know, they just got here. They don't deserve that. And I wove together this story. I lied to myself Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and betrayed the truth of who I am and what I needed out of a relationship and tried to put that on them. And like you said, and but when it came right down to it, and you had a conversation with them about it, they looking at you like, "I knew this from the very beginning." What well, you know? You surprised? <laughs> I'm not. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, damn. <laughs> and I, 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 I had a therapist one time tell me because I'm nuts, y'all. I've spent ninety percent of my life in therapy. I had a therapist <laughs> tell me once. Never assume that they don't know, Mm. because they do. Mm. The only thing they're waiting on is you to be honest enough to tell them the truth. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) They're kids. They don't know.
3: I felt that across right, the right out. Of my
0: life. right? Amber, i want to take you back. I have a question for you. When you were talking about that, you knew, uh-huh. okay, you knew and you had proof. I want to know, did you take that proof to him? And did he look at you and lie bold face when you had the proof? I'm just curious if you did that.
3: Um, well, there was more than one time. Uh, okay. So one time I literally walked down and found him kissing somebody in my living room. Oh, literally. And yes, he, so again, you have to understand something when you say, did he lie? The thing you Uh have to understand about a pathological liar is they lie all the time. They lie for no reason. Okay. We all lie to avoid trouble, to avoid confrontation, to um, sometimes people Uh lie to boast, to feel more important they lie mm. for no reason when it has mm-hmm. no purpose whatsoever, no purpose. Um, and then, you know, when you tell a lie, you have that uncomfortable feeling. They don't have that at all. And so, yes, he would lie. And he had this very bad mm-hmm. habit of trying to turn it back on me. Yes. Somehow everything was well, what my What about fault. you? You did this. Um, mm. And so I would, I would end up just backing off and being like, Okay, whatever, you know, and um so to say did he lie, yes he did, but that mm. was the norm in this particular situation. Well, but look at
1: what you were sharing, Kate. I mean, even the fact that your husband, you're legally tied to you, committed to you, husband, go try and play the role. Like he caught this from a damn towel, right?
0: <laughs> or me? Or, or me. I you? Nobody for three and a half years, but him. Right. Three exactly. and a half years, literally, but him. Honestly, three and a half years, nobody so but tried him. To turn it but around, around on it from me, like, the same. fuck out of here. Same. Yeah. So
1: you found oh, like the yeah. guy. Yeah. And then because you have that weakness in your self esteem, because we all have it. I. I. I mean, I have it. it Everybody has, I think, to some degree, but you have that weakness in your self-esteem that actually makes you wonder, well, damn, am I the kind of person that would unknowingly make myself susceptible to something that... I could actually bring into my relationship. Now, you know in full well, you're not crazy. You know you ain't slept with nobody. But you really start to question your own. It's like the last show we did. You start to question your own morality. Absolutely. You start to question your own sense of right and wrong. Maybe I really did do something.
0: Morality and reality. Like it's right. not-, not in this case. My ass knew I didn't do anything, but I was asked to spend his money that summer, dude. He was pissed. That's- he was like, I have no savings. I was like, yeah, no, you don't, motherfucker, because I spent it.
2: <laughs>
0: <expensive, you> motherfucker. <laughs>
1: dude, that it's was like the drunk. best
0: revenge I've ever had on anyone. I'm serious.
1: <laughs> it's like that blue Calhoun. Song. That's great. I know. You remember, Amber. Oh, I wish I'd have thought oh, to do that. Oh. She was a one-hit wonder. Her name was Blue Calhoun. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Oh. She was like, whoops, that's for the love we made. Whoops, that's for the every time she charged the card, she's just like, whoops, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And she's like talking about all this shit that she charged for. But it's because of the pain it's that betrayal you know it's and it is of, painful so yeah painful does come use. into this
0: discussion absolutely because when you're in pain and then you're angry when that pain turns into anger and you just you know i mean i was like okay because i was young how how can i get this but oh i got a checkbook oh oh, oh yeah but this you want crazy. them to hurt as bad as they hurt you Right. Right. So I knew that hurting him in his pocket was going to kill him when he got back. And it did. It certainly did. He was pissed. He was mad as hell about the money. You're mad as hell. You're more mad about the money than fucking packing luggage. Hmm. Because that's luggage he's carried hmm. for the rest of his life. And the funny thing is, is I've I've talked to him, you know, over the years. I mean, I have been talking to him for years and years now. But he had started dating other people and do you know he never told them that he had it. <gasps> yeah. That's that's his character. That's oh, what kind of what guy he is. Isn't that
2: criminal? Should that be criminal? That should be criminal. Well,
0: crim- well it, it I mean but if it was AIDS it would be criminal, but be. you know, you that's ain't going to die from herpes, but you know, that guy though. That's his style that God, sucks. Utterly, thank you God I didn't have mm-hmm. kids from this man because mm-hmm. he would literally be part of my life forever. So everything happens for a reason and that happened for a reason and thank God it did when it did because mm-hmm.
1: I mean I got kids with somebody and right now I wish they would show up but no let me stop <laughs> <laughs> you're like wait take it back you know, it's funny though it's funny because I really had to check myself because I was raised by a single parent and so I did not have A relationship with my father. And when I separated from my spouse, the way that I did, months later, I really had to look myself in the face and be honest about okay, Kim, was that in your children's best interest? Or was that all about that's what you knew and that's what you were comfortable with? Because I didn't play. I was like, look, I'm not wasting no money, I'm not wasting no time we're not going there. I got a stack of paperwork, printed it off on the computer because I was too cheap to pay for it. I ain't about to lie. We filled it out. I took this person to the hospital where we both worked. We found a notary public, signed that shit in front of the notary, took it to the courthouse and said, here you go. And it was no visitation, no child support, but no visitation. Don't ask, don't call, don't write, don't send smoke signals. I ain't got time. Let's get this done. With and it was so funny because we were sitting there in front of the judge. And the judge is like, okay, are there, you guys don't disagree about nothing? I was like, no, there's nothing to disagree about. And the other, my ex is sitting there like, I'm about to open my mouth. But <laughs> <laughs> and
0: this is why Kim is my friend. <laughs> I mean, this
1: whole thing—honest to God—I've oh, been through, you know, years and battles, and they've gone to, you know, meetings, and they've had and they court appearances and paid lawyers and this that. It took me three months and cost me ninety-five dollars. Okay, because I'm like, no, I don't have time. Ugh. Okay, I I really had to stop, I had to take a breath, I had to look myself in the face and go, okay. Was that really about them, Kim? Or was that really more about you and your control issues and how you grew up? And then I had to be honest with myself and go, well, okay, maybe I was a little hard on a person, you know, maybe I need to, you know, try and check myself a little bit. But it's difficult because, it's like we were talking about in the other sh- show. When you have those family of origin influences, whether you realize it or not, that stuff sticks in your mind. And I probably was a little rough on the sister, but you know, well, hell, I'll say I'm sorry before I die and it'll be okay.
2: <laughs> that is King Scorpio and I love you. Oh him. my God, Kim. <laughs>
1: I'll be okay. I will send you a graduation announcement. Okay. See, it's all right. Yeah, but. Um, um, eat.
3: See, and I will never, ever, ever <laughs> I, say sorry. Ever. And I don't feel like I, I have know. any need to ever Hell say sorry. No. Um, if you had the details, there is no reason no, for me to ever say
1: sorry. sorry. You, you may regret where it is, but
0: you're
1: not.
3: I do. I do regret. I really, I started dating him when I was 16 years old. I thought I was going to be that, you know, high school sweethearts, you know, growing old together. Mm-hmm. And that's part of why I didn't give up either.
0: I really had yeah. that in my that mind. That makes sense because it's a failure. And I Think wanted about that. It. We all see that yeah. as a failure. When your marriage breaks up, oh. we are conditioned in society to believe that that's a failure. So, I mean, whether you're religious or you're not, let's say, I mean, let's say you're religious. The church looks down on divorce, yeah. So, you know, we're taught at, at a, we're in that generation where divorce just, oh, hell no, you ain't getting divorced. Yeah. You know, a lot of people just stayed in that shit miserable forever. And yeah. now we're at, of an age and we're coming out to where we're like, oh, it's all about us sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah. Really, it's I, about our self care. And I am realizing that mm-hmm. as I, I get older, that self care is okay. It's It's important. It's important.
3: Mm-hmm. So, not to completely change the subject, but betrayal, deceit, and lies also has a lot to do with Correct. not just your significant other. But there are other places uh, where it can happen. It can happen at the first yes. place. It can happen with Ooh, friends. It can ha- you know, so has anybody Harry. had? Yes, yeah, apparently exactly. I, I touched has spot something there.
2: To Oh yeah, well, I always have something to say about religion. Okay. <laughs> well, go with it, Mary. Go with it. But but also honoring, I mean, spirituality and and faith—that's one thing. But this this the structure, the constrictive, murderous structure. <laughs> in my opinion, I could I could talk for many. times. Okay, so yeah, we need to um, set up another one for that.
1: Hey, tell <laughs> the truth to chain the devil is that
2: right? That's right. So my husband um, was we moved to Chicago from Indiana so that he could become a chaplain. We went to a seminary to live. So they invited us, but the only way that we would be able to survive there in Chicagoland, um, was the housing there. They, they provided housing for everyone. There were lots and lots of families. There were families, um, some had special needs kids who had access to schools that were close. So about two and a half years in, maybe three, um, he's about to go into the, the summer um, internship. He's, he's rounding the corner, he's gonna graduate. They decide to save money. They're shutting down the, the housing for everyone. And they're giving us a short amount of time to find another place to live. Now that doesn't like sound. Sa- it was. It doesn't sound terrible. Like oh, okay. Well, it's a bit. But it just. I'm not even emotionally connecting it to to it right now because if I did, I'd probably be seeing colors. But but. Um, they decided. And th- to show their entire ass, by kicking out families that had no way of staying he couldn't my husband was unable to finish his education there because you know we had we had to fucking survive there you know what i mean and so his whole the whole direction the the families that had special needs kids they were not able to go to the schools anymore i talked to the president like everybody were like please can you just help us and there were crickets they did not give a fuck. So, I mean, I I laid into him like I was like, you had better fucking learn your lesson because you have betrayed these people. You agreed, you know, in mm-hmm. front of God and everybody that you were going to have like a a covenant of 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 helping the students fulfill their mission or whatever. Just for just for enough time that, to to finish it, and they did not give a fuck. And he was man, and I'll even say it, it's Northern University, if you'd like to look it up. <laughs> so Northern Northern <laughs> Seminary. Northern <laughs> Seminary. And they know that I hate their guts. So because I mean I laid into into bill, I'm just like, you have got to learn. You cannot hurt people this way. You know, like it's people are they're individuals, they're not bills that are getting paid. I don't I had a, a lot clearer way of talking about all of this but but i don't know just we felt deeply betrayed because we invested just as in relationships like there's that math like well we invested so much time in this we don't want to give up you know we don't we want to keep pushing through it was the same we invested so much time and then it just reached an end there was nowhere else to go so that was was no that was the end of his his um church career. Yeah, that was, uh, that was the end. And now he's done with the church and, and <laughs> I am too, but there's like a, a long history of that. It's not like they just did that. And I'm like, ah, oh, church, you suck. I'm done. You know, <laughs> it was really, <laughs> it was really painful, man. It was really, it was hard. So
1: long story. It long. Is long hard. <laughs> it is hard though. Cause it's like, it's like you say, Carrie, it's the pain of the betrayal. It's the pain of trusting when you trust someone, you're being extremely vulnerable with them. You are literally at your weakest point. Mm-hmm. And for people, again, I'll own my own shit, who have control issues. Which I. And do. oh, I, whoa, I'm <laughs> the first one to admit <laughs> I run shit my way or the highway. I understand.
0: <laughs> when you guys talk sometimes, oh, I'm a Virgo, yeah, so if anybody knows that, Virgo. <laughs> like, so so
2: you notice
0: <laughs> I got <me> quiet?
3: Anyway. Because <laughs> Kate knows me.
1: She's like, <laughs> well, oh, but, shit. Yeah, you're right. Or if you've had a history of having been vulnerable with somebody, like you were saying, Amber, you come out of this relationship with this individual who has been anything but forthright with you and made you feel good about yourself. So you come in with baggage anyway. We all come in with scars Mm -hmm. and then you open yourself up again. You overcome that and you trust whether it's you've been to church before and they hurt you and you left the church and now you're coming back Mm -hmm. or you have been in a marriage relationship or committed Mm -hmm. relationship and they betrayed you. And now you're trying a relationship again Mm You have a parent or a sibling that has betrayed you, that has hurt you time and time again, and you have giving them. him another chance. Yeah. Regardless of what it is, when you breach that barrier and let somebody in and they tag you again,
0: oh, mm-hmm.
1: there is a pain in that that just cannot be described because you're angry with yourself because you knew better. Why'd I do that again?
2: Right. You're
1: angry with them because you could have just left me alone. I would not bother you. You came over here.
0: Right. Well, how could you do that? You that's know,
1: so
0: I've become a one and done now that I'm older. Hmm.
2: That's so true, Kim.
3: That's I, so I true, wish Kim. I could be more that way, but I'm not. And what Kim says is so amazing because it is about that pain that pain of the betrayal, no matter whether it's a friendship, a, a significant other, a church mm-hmm. an employer, it doesn't matter that betrayal. It hurts. And that pain is the the yeah. crux of it all is that pain that it causes you. And like you said, the anger, the anger, but what at them happens and the when anger it's a, yourself?
0: when it's a, when it is an employer, when it's an employer, it's, it, it kind of is a little bit, I want to say worse. Cause it's not, but, it's worse for your own self because there's part of you that is like you know what i'm done i'm mm-hmm. done i'm not doing anything above and beyond what i've done before i'm not you know what i mean i mean i wish i could be bad honestly i wish i could be bad when it comes to my work ethic because i wish i was one of those people who could call in and go to that concert who could call in and hang out but man when i get betrayed by work which i have i'm mm-hmm. annoyed I'm annoyed. I start looking for other jobs. I start I start not caring. I'm like I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit who hears me. I don't care anything. But when you're betrayed by a job man, oof. That's hard.
3: I feel like the reason for that though is because then that's excuse my mm-hmm. language, but that's fucking with your livelihood. Yeah. yeah. So when you get betrayed by your job, yes. That hits you on so many levels. Especially if you have that work ethic we're talking about and you're putting your all into it, you're putting everything into it. I had a job that I was working so hard. I was staying late. I was staying late, working, not getting paid. Mm -hmm. And I finally quit and found another job. And my supervisor literally had the gall to say to me, I don't know what we're going to have to do. I I mean, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to have to hire two people to do what you did. Why the fuck didn't Whoa, you do that while I was working here? How about I wouldn't be leaving money? if you'd have done that. Wow, yeah. that's messed up. <laughs> that is messed up. I couldn't believe she could say that to me.
0: I was just like,
1: mm-hmm. and yeah. that is. exactly yeah. I mean, some of the I worst mean.
0: part is when you get betrayed not only by your peers but by upper management. Yes, that's the when you're jacked up. Especially
2: the power dynamic is so fucked up. You know.
0: Mm, mm. <laughs>
3: And that's it. They have that power. So that makes a difference. And like I said, it's your livelihood. So it's, it's all, it's that pain of the betrayal. Just like Kim was talking about that no matter what the betrayal, but it's your livelihood Mm -hmm. and that power dynamic on top of it. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because
1: if you guys ever remember, um, she's from popular music, I'm going to forget her name right now, but she had this line in one of her songs that said, all the things that you accept will be the things that you regret. And that, I think, for me, Ashanti, that's what it was. was, Her name was Ashanti, and she had that line in her song. I went through 1,500 restructures with the company that I had spent the bulk of my career with. And when I got laid off, the first thing that my mind went back to was literally picking my kids up from school, Bringing them to the cafeteria, feeding them dinner in the cafeteria while we're trying to do homework, because then I got to keep them there with me all night while I'm setting up rooms and I'm doing stuff and I'm orchestrating stuff. All the times that I had to literally leave them on the doorstep at school, Mm -hmm. you know. Stand right here. Stand close to the door. School's going to start very soon. You'll be okay. You know, all those moments that you go back to or the time when you came in sick and you really just, you felt like shit, you knew you didn't have any business there, but you came because you knew there was nobody else to do it. All the vacations that you cut short You know, literally, I would walk in and have people go, I thought you weren't in today. I thought you were on vacation today. And I'm like, yeah, but who else is going to do it? And they're like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. But then you are sitting there as they're explaining to you how things have changed and we're restructuring and in order to achieve this. And basically, we're lopping off our tail. And that stuff plays over in your mind. And all you can think about is, you son of a bitch. I did all of that for you. And I'm nothing more than a number to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep.
3: But how do you change that? I haven't figured out how to... I have two jobs. Because and I do the of same thing with both jobs. I can't call out. I'll go in sick. I can't do it. And I know I've heard people... Tell me, time after time after time after time after they've retired and stuff, that company doesn't give a crap about you in the long run. They don't care. You are just somebody to help get them the job done. And if you died tomorrow, they'd find somebody to replace you. But yet, Mm -hmm. Kayleen knows this. I'm working from home right now. I will do work Mm -hmm.
2: even
0: when I'm not. I just scolded her for this. It's just. (laughs) But the funny thing is, help it. We're the the (laughs) same way. Like, like we just go to work. We just do it. Like, I mean, if you look at my record there, honest to God, I've been there almost five years. I've probably called in seven times in those five years. Dude, dude, not that it's, I don't know.
2: I don't know if this is a link, but this reminds me of a time in, in my marriage when I thought if I just tried harder that he would like me more, you know, Mm. Like if mm-hmm. I just work harder, he's going to be more attracted to me. Like if I do this, then it's a math and they will respect me. They will do no, that's, this is not a me problem. It's that a they damn pro- betrayal to yourself too. It's a betrayal. To yes, it is. I'm betraying myself by trying yep. to be something more. And all of you are more than enough. And it's not a you problem that they're not giving you the respect and the pay
0: and the, the time that you need And it just... ah. Like, man, like being on 200 goddamn committees, (laughs) being at work all the time when everybody else around you isn't and you're still wondering how the hell half these people have a goddamn job. Yeah, like, I wonder that shit every day when I'm in my job. You know, albeit, I don't know what's happening behind scenes, right? But hell, when you go in day in and day out and you see people that are late constantly every single damn day and they still have a job people that are just suspended multiple times and they still have a job. And you're just like, what is going on here? What is going on? But yet let me do one thing wrong. And that target is on my back for, Oh my God, I can't believe you did that. Mm -hmm. That's true.
3: But see, I think that that's again, us putting our perspective on it. I don't think the target's really on our back. I think we just feel like it is. We're just getting away with shit the same way as anybody else would, but for us it matters. For them, it doesn't. So right. they continue to do it. Whereas we get that. Well, because we're the good employees. That's why. I because
0: we're the good employees because they know that, that we're the reliable <laughs> ones. And but when we make a mistake, oh god, the whole world implodes. You know, but yeah. we'll let anybody else, and it's perfectly fine. So but yeah, it's because we
1: set a yourself. standard right. I wish
0: I didn't. I wish I didn't didn't because my standards are very high and sometimes Mm -hmm. I wish they were low and that I could just slide under the radar and just chill. But actually I'm kind of doing that now that I went tonight. So I'm just chilling. Sliding under the radar.
1: I'm not going above and
0: beyond and I'm not doing stuff anymore. (laughs) I'm like no. Flat out fuck it. Good. Anyway. Anyway,
1: But um, isn't that a betrayal of yourself though? When you feel like you have to change yourself. No, but I'm, I'm, no, I'm serious. Uh, It's my way of
0: getting back at them (laughs) by
1: being mediocre. Let's think about
0: above and beyond instead of being amazing. How about about that? (laughs) Let's
1: think about the last conversation we had when we were talking about morals and ethics in the whole nine yards.
0: That was that show, show. Even though we know all of these conversations we have had are coming They're they're all related. Absolutely. You're right. They are all related. You're right. Go ahead. finish.
1: Because who we are, if we have to compromise who we are, we're betraying ourselves.
0: Well, I don't care because this is an okay betrayal to to slide (laughs) under the radar for a while. I'm fine with it. If I'm fine with it, then everybody else should be fine with it. Fuck Fuck them. That's right. But
3: I
1: mean, seriously,
3: there's yeah. also self-preservation, though. And I feel like that's where Kayleen's at right but now. But ultimately it is anyway,
1: isn't it, though, you guys? I mean, seriously, <laughs> if we were yeah. to look at ourselves and ask ourselves, True. if you, I cannot allow people to take up space and time in my heart, in my mind, in my world, if they are toxic to me, I just can't that's do That's
0: another it. discussion because we're going to talk about toxic people. Okay. Soon.
3: Oh, but my God, it's taken me. I'm not going to say how old I am, but Girl, I'm past 50 And it's yeah. taken me this long to finally. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's taken me this long to get to that point where I, my daughter literally told me, mom, yes. you hold on to relationships too long. You don't let go. You can't let go of relationships. And I'm like, okay, I need to listen to what my very brilliant young daughter is saying to me. Cause I really do. I hold on way too long. And when they're toxic, you need to be able to just. But that's at work. Go. Going back to that betrayal, there was a friend that was one of the people Ooh, my ex husband was unfaithful with. And I stayed that. friends with her afterwards because uh, I am an sh- idiot.
1: No, absolutely not. Girl, well, you wouldn't I now,
3: though, would you? With you her. wouldn't stay friends with I'm her now, idiot. though, would you?
1: No, there you
0: go, progress. I would oh. not. No. It's called growth. You grew and you cut <laughs> right. the, You severed the cord. It but took but that's okay. This is all part of our learning years. experience, right? I mean, some people learn earlier than others. All right, I- baby, bless
1: you.
3: I blame a lot of that on that relationship when that mm-hmm. when my ex husband was my whole life and that was the way it was and that's the way I thought it should be. That's what I put up with. And I continued it for a while after the divorce, but in those ten years I've grown and I've become a whole <laughs> yeah, like by about
0: myself where I don't need an anchor, right? To to say I'm okay. Exactly. I
1: completely You can say my self-preservation is more important to me. Look, I may have to celebrate holidays by myself. My folks may not like me. You know, my family of origin may turn their back on me. My job may be they don't get the same performance level that they once got. My friends may meet a different person Mm -hmm. and have to reevaluate whether they are really my friends. And that's okay with me. But I mean, you go through those points in your life. It's like my Uncle used to say all the time, Kim, mind, money and time. You waste one, you waste all three. And I never understood that until I started to get older. But the truth of the matter is, like you were saying, Amber, your livelihood. When you are wasting your time and your effort building a career someplace where you can't even trust the people around you Absolutely. or the people that you serve or work for
0: amen girl shoot you know what i'm saying
1: i mean oh, come on seriously can't. i will say i'll claim my own shit i'm 50 damn years old i'm i'm closer to death than i am yeah. birth
2: okay
0: nobody though. got
2: time for that that's the thing at like this, yep, just, at this point, point of time
0: yep I at this point, I don't have time for that seriously I like you guys this is why I don't want to go to school either I ain't got time for that she's <laughs> the <laughs> She's like I don't want to write another paper I don't want to not write another 60 page paper it's not happening.
1: Come hang out with us. We'll help you write it. Cause you, by the time you get through talking shit to us, you didn't wrote sixty pages. Exactly.
0: No, this is what I want exactly. to do. I want to
1: talk think? amongst
0: friends. I. This is, yes. this is like. This is what I want to do. I want to talk with. amongst friends. And this. Yeah.
3: Well, how many times just today have we right? all went?
0: Oh, Yeah, and the thing is, though, this is what we do anyway. Like, if you go to dinner with your friends, what do you do? This is what we do. This is what you do. We talk about all these topics that we're talking about. You know, yep. we totally do. But as I'm growing older, as I've gotten older, when it comes to friends, I'm going to say when it comes to friends, and I when it comes to my personal relationship, because there's always going to be a little bit of betrayal. There's always going to be a little bit of setbacks. There's always going to be of oh, I forgot to tell you that. And you're going to be upset about it, right? But so not about my current relationship, not about, you know, that for me, but for friendships though, lately I am one and done. I don't have time for it. I mean, if you are going to act like a total idiot or you just, I don't know, have personality disorder, bye. I don't have time for you. And you know what? I'm probably going to let you down nicely and it's going to be like, I don't have time for you. Honestly, because I can't, I I just can't anymore with people. I am too.
3: Does anybody else have trouble with that though? You have that friend that you know, the friendship has run its course, but it's very, very hard Mm. to let it go. You know what?
0: I used to be that way. I used to be that way. And you know, there were times where, and when I've had friends that have just walked out of my life but didn't give me a reason, and that used to really bother me. I had one in particular who it just bothered me. And and she was basically pissed off because I I basically told her the guy she was with was a fool. And she had asked me not to, not to discuss that, not to tell her that about him. <laughs> and then I did again. And then she got mad at me again. And then that was the end of our relationship. But you know me, I don't sugarcoat shit. I am not going to be your friend to hold your hand through shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to tell you the truth at the same time that I'm holding your hand. I'm not going to hold your hand and lie to you because that's what you want to hear from me. It's not going to happen because you know what? Nobody does you any favors by lying to you. You know what I mean? I'd rather somebody tell me the hardcore truth than lie to me. Period. Mm -hmm.
1: But I've had to reevaluate my friends based on my level of trust in them. Truly. I mean, again, total political conversation. But I've had people say over and over again, you we can disagree and still be friends no, no, but I have to ask myself the question of yeah, if we disagree at a fundamental level, if at the core of who I am, you disagree with yep. that, then were you what were you friends with?
0: so you're um, talking I know where you're going wow. him I know where yep. you're gonna take this and you're absolutely yep. right seventy. 70- Plus million people voted for that jet. <laughs> damn million people. I wouldn't go, go there. I'm going there. I'm going to go there. And let me tell you something. I'm pissed yep. about this because you know what? Yes. You just voted for a misogynistic, narcissistic piece of shit who doesn't give a shit about anybody but himself, who doesn't give a shit about gay rights, who doesn't give a shit oh, about yeah. any of that shit and if that doesn't matter to you well guess what you don't matter to me because that means i don't matter to you because i'm one That's of those correct. people i'm a person of color i am in a lesbian relationship who is getting married i know we're taking that step <gasps> <laughs> we're, we're doing it we just oh, got married two days ago so we're doing it <laughs> we're doing it but i know yes. what you're doing with this and you're absolutely. Right. That it's is a fucking That is one of the biggest betrayals on the planet right now. Yeah. And people are like, but we can disagree and still be friends. No, fuck you. I'm not gonna be no. your person of color so that you can say you have a person of color you as know, your friend. Go that's correct. that's correct. I am gonna be I'm gonna be a little
3: different from you guys, and I'm gonna say that I can still be friends and have a difference of opinion, but there's a big caveat there. If it has to do with basic human rights, yeah. then no, yeah, we can't say. any longer. You know, if you believe what? in gun control that's and fine. I don't, or vice versa, okay, that's fine. Or if you believe in, you know, tending more socialist and you tend to be more capitalist, right? Those okay, are political. Good there. I can do that's that. Exactly. But if you but if you believe that it's okay for humans to be in cages, or you believe it's okay for People who love each other to be restricted from being married. Thank you. You're
0: absolutely right. You're absolutely right.
1: I don't care because a difference of opinion is one thing, but a disagreement with who I am and how I exist in the world is a totally different set of standards. And it applies even in my family of origin. Mm -hmm. You're not going to park your feet under my table and eat my turkey. Mm-hmm. And try and convince my children that I'm an abomination. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Gonna Thank you. Nope. You're not going to come sit in my, in my kitchen and cackle and grin with me over cake and tea and try and convince me that it's okay for people who look like me and think like me and act like me to be shot down in the street like a dog. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right.
3: Okay, right. so I am eternally the peacekeeper. I always have been the peacekeeper. That's the role I always play. Kayleen is uh-huh. smiling because she like knows conflict. this about me. But there's a yep. line that has to be yes, drawn yep. somewhere. And again, it comes down to You're basic absolutely right. Because personally,
0: rights. I'm sorry about my abortion, okay, my bedroom, that shit is none of your business. Because if I don't Correct. affect if it doesn't affect you directly then that should not matter. But if it mm. matters to you to say, well, well, uh, women shouldn't be wearing women and men shouldn't be wearing we- men, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Because that's none of your business and it doesn't affect you directly. So like that I said, be a government the thing. if you don't believe in gay relationships,
3: right. don't Thank have you. one. If you don't believe
1: in owning exactly. guns, right. you don't exactly. own you know, people- one. It's like you said, Amber, it's <laughs> basic human rights. If you can't see me as a human being, then how yep. can you be my friend? Yeah, and that's if you right. No. In, in me, itself. that is not equal to you at a human level. Right. If that's you can't right. support me in these things, then you know what?
0: We don't have room for friendship. Sorry, that's correct. my friends
1: are my family. I trust my friends. My friends are who I call on when I'm in trouble. My friends are who I lean on when I need help. They're your chosen family. Your chosen yeah. family, yes, they are. They're my chosen family. Exactly. I trust my friends with my children. Mm-hmm. But
0: here's okay. the thing about family. Here's the thing about family when with what you're saying. You know what? I have family members that don't support me. But hell, when they need money, they sure the hell will call me up and ask me for some money, won't they? My money's good enough. My money's good enough. But, right. but the way I live, like my lifestyle too. isn't good enough. So <laughs> you know what I say to them, go suck it that's what i say and, and i that, had to think about those choice words just now because that's not really what i wanted to say but go those stuff.
2: boundaries <laughs> but those boundaries are a self-love and you are no longer betraying yourself at any point because that is you said not fucking allowed you know boundaries. either you what love you me or said? you don't and if you don't then here's the door Yep, you know, I have family please, members please that do
0: not come to my wedding. I have family members that I am not uh-huh. inviting because they have specifically looked at me and said, well, I don't believe in that. So nope, I won't be there. Oh, okay. Okay, well, guess what? I don't believe in loaning you know, money. Sure. I don't believe in paying for well, your good. gas. I don't want I don't you there know anyway. Bye, Bye Felicia. Because you know what? I don't have room for you. I don't care if you're family. <laughs> I don't care if you're a friend. I don't have room for you if you don't believe, if you don't support me in my endeavors, no matter what it is. So you know what? that's a betrayal to yourself. Cause guess what? I, cause you know what? I, like, like we all said, I'm about to be 49. So I don't give a me. damn anymore. I'm you're to the point, point where I don't care what you think of me, what you think of me, what anybody thinks of me, because in the end, it's just going to be me. And yep. the almighty, whoever that may be, yep. whoever I believe it to be, if there it's you go. me and the goddess. That's right. You And your God or your goddess. That's all that matters. That's correct. So at
1: this point. Well, and it's about the pain that we were talking about. You know, you reach a point where you get tired of getting kicked. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt anymore. Tired Of getting kicked in the heart. You get tired of getting kicked in the soul. You get tired of being kicked. You need some place among people where you can be healed and loved on and You need the balm of love and affection, of, of safety. You know, you go out into the world and you get beat up on enough. You need people in a space where you can be around. I will say I need people where I can be vulnerable and know that I'm safe. And know that the love is genuine, and know that they're going to hold me. Absolutely. They're going to hold me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
0: And this is why you people here right now are part of my circle. This is exactly why. <laughs> and I thank you both. I thank all three of you for being here and having this discussion tonight oh because God. this love is awesome. Friends. And this is this is what so I'm talking awesome. about. This is what talk amongst friends is about. Yeah. We could sit here and we could talk about these issues. And sure, there are topics and sure we get into other topics, but that opens it up for the next show, right? Yeah. And you guys are all, of course, Carrie's my co-host, she's always gonna be here. Well, not all the time. Hey. I do, do some solo shows. But <laughs> yes. I wanted to thank you two for being here, for being so mm. open, for being vulnerable. I mean, you guys don't understand well, you probably do because you know me, but in the last year, I have become so vulnerable that it's just been insane. Like, it's just like, my heart has just been cracked open. And a lot of it is because of this group that I was in this women's group that I joined. And I fought against joining this group, but my counselor, yes, I'm in therapy too. I've been in therapy forever. And cause I believe in it. Yes. Yes. And, and you know, my heart has been cracked open. So this is why I do this. This is why I want to do this because this is cool. Look at the conversations we're having. Look at the openness we are having together. And hopefully somebody listens to this and is like, yes, 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 I know what you're saying. Yes. You know, so but anyway, thank you guys for this and thank you for yes. coming on tonight. And you guys can come back anytime.
1: Anytime. Yes. Anytime. It is so fun meeting everybody and hanging out with everybody. I love meeting
0: new people. So thank you, Kim. Thank you, Amber. It was. That's right. right, right fun.
3: It's awesome.
0: Thank <laughs> you, Kim. Thank, thank you, you, Amber. Awesome for thank showing you, up here. Thank you, thank I appreciate you. all of you, and I love every single one of you. Thank you. I'll love, be
1: back, baby. you too. Thank love you back, Thank
0: you for joining us at Talk. This is this has been Talk Amongst Friends. Bye. And it's awesome. <laughs> and that concludes this episode of Talk Amongst Friends. Thank you for joining us. <laughs>